Hi, this is attorney Jamie Miller, and I'm really excited to welcome you to another edition of the Miller Law Chronicles podcast, where we do all we can to simplify the legal maze to give you clarity and confidence as you go through the legal process. And today we are going to talk about the 341 court hearing that follows every bankruptcy filing, whether a chapter seven or whether a chapter 13. And my goal today is to take out the fear of the 341 hearing. I wanna tell you what to expect I want to tell you that we're going to be there with you. I want to tell you that we're going to prepare you and just help you get through that court hearing, which excitedly enough is all virtual now. So it's over the phone. It's over Zoom, more likely, but you don't have to leave the comfort of your own home. But that doesn't make the hearing any less significant, nor does it make any it any less significant of the importance of us preparing you and making sure you're ready for that 341 court hearing. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it if you'd like us on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, Google Podcasts, wherever you uh, listen to your podcasts, you'll find us and appreciate you. Thank you. Hello, uh, this is attorney Jamie Miller, and I am coming to you uh, to do another edition of the Miller Law Chronicles podcast. And today we're going to talk about the 341 hearing, otherwise known as a court date that anyone that files bankruptcy must go to to verify that all the information in their bankruptcy paperwork is correct. So when anybody files a chapter seven or a chapter 13, there's something that's called a 341 hearing. And many people ask, what does 341 mean? Well, the 341 refers to section 341 of the bankruptcy code that says anybody that files bankruptcy has to go to court and has to be heard by the office of the U.S. trustee to verify that all the information in their schedules, their bankruptcy petition is accurate and correct. And it's also an opportunity for creditors to come in and ask those that file some questions about their bankruptcy petition. So one of the most important things that we do as bankruptcy lawyers is we work very closely with our clients to prepare the bankruptcy petition that we file with the court. It is just really important that when we prepare the petition that everything is accurate, that the debts are all listed, that the assets are all listed, that all income and expenses and liabilities are listed and that it's listed accurately and correctly. One of the most important actions that anybody files bankruptcy, that anybody that files has to do is to sign the paperwork or to sign the bankruptcy petition under penalties of perjury that everything is accurate and correct. Because when you go to court or you go to your 341 hearing which is now over Zoom or over the phone, thank you, COVID, you're going to have to swear, raise your hand under penalties of perjury, that everything that I've placed in my bankruptcy petition is accurate and correct to the best of my knowledge, right? So when you file your petition, 
you're saying that all the information is accurate and correct, and we're going to work with you to make sure that is the case. And then you go to court and you're going to be verbally asked questions. Again, that's over the phone or Zoom. You don't physically have to go to court anymore. You're going to be verbally asked, is everything in the petition accurate and correct to the best of your knowledge? So anyone that files a, a bankruptcy case must attend the meeting of creditors, the 341 hearing. If you're filing with your spouse, both you and your spouse must file. If you file bankruptcy and your spouse is referred to as a non-filing spouse, your non-filing spouse does not need to appear, but you must appear. So if you have any questions about whether your spouse needs to appear, if your spouse is listed as a debtor on the bankruptcy petition, he or she must appear, okay? A non-filing spouse does not need to appear. There could be several meetings of creditors scheduled at the same time. So when you sign on via Zoom or over the phone, there's generally four cases that are scheduled every half hour. So when you sign on, you're going to be either the first case that could be called right away at the top of the hour, or you could be the last case. So you just need to be patient when you sign on. There's going to be likely four other cases that are scheduled at the same time as yours. We don't have any say-so when we file the case at the date and time that your case is heard, but you will get 30 days notice of that date. And when you appear on Zoom or you appear over the phone, there will be three or four other cases called at the same time yours is called. We're going to need to verify your identity. We'll take care of that. We're going to need to show your social security code, social security card, and your photo ID to verify who you are. And it's unlikely that creditors will come to your 341 hearing, even though it's called the 341 hearing meeting of creditors. They can come, they rarely do. They can sign on via Zoom over the phone. They can ask you questions about the debts. But in most cases, the meeting of creditors is not attended by any of your creditors. The purpose of the meeting of creditors is largely informational and the lack of participation by a creditor does not provide any sort of advantage or disadvantage. It really has no impact. If they want to come in, ask you questions, they, they certainly can. A 341 meeting of creditors is not a formal court hearing. The bankruptcy judge is not there. It is serious business and you are speaking under penalties of perjury, but the hearing is run by what's called a bankruptcy trustee. The bankruptcy trustee is an arm of the U.S. Department of Justice, and this person that you'll appear for over Zoom or over the phone, their sole purpose is to make sure all the information is accurate and correct, that all of your assets are exempt, and that if some of your assets aren't exempt, that person you will be in front of, the trustee, could be responsible for liquidating assets for the benefit of your creditors. Now, I don't want to scare you. 99.999% of um, our clients that file bankruptcy have no issues with their assets. All of their issues are, 
are protected. When you go to your 341 hearing, you will know ahead of time if there's any asset issues. Prior to filing your case, we're going to talk about that, flush out any of those issues. So I assure you, you're not going to go to your court date and find out that you're going to lose any of your assets. The bankruptcy trustee, again, is the one that will preside over the meeting of the creditors. They'll review your bankruptcy schedules prior to the meeting to identify if there's any possible non-exempt assets that are beyond your ability to protect, and we'll figure that out. And again, you must tell the truth at the 341 meeting, and the trustee's going to ask questions. They're going to confirm your name, your address, your social security, that your assets are all listed, that you didn't try to hide any assets, that you've disclosed everything, that we valued your assets at the proper amount. They're going to want to know if you have any changes to your assets, any changes to your income or expenses. They're going to want to ask and make sure that you haven't made any fraudulent conveyances, meaning have you transferred any assets away from yourself for less than fair market value. So they're trying to find out, listen, are you hiding any assets that you didn't want your creditors to know about? And again, if we're doing our job right, which I assure you we will, we're going to prepare you at the highest of levels before that meeting so that there's no surprises. They're going to ask you how you valued your home, how you valued your car, do you have any claims against anyone? Personal injury claims, workers' compensation claims. Are you expecting an inheritance? You know, keep in mind if someone dies and leaves you money in the six months before we file, in the six months after we file your case, that money could come in and be used to pay off your creditor. So before we file your case, we're going to ask you, are you eligible for inheritance? Has someone died and is leaving you money? Or is there somebody that's sick that could leave you money in the next six months? So if you're if you received an inheritance in the period of time prior to filing, or if you anticipate that someone's sick, God forbid, and could pass away after your bankruptcy's filed within the six months, you should let us know and we'll ask you that. And again, they're gonna to want to make sure the trustee will, you know, make sure you didn't transfer any assets away from yourself for less than fair market value. But at the end of the 341 hearing, which again, 99% of the time is going to go really smooth and is going to you know, be relatively easy, you'll be prepared, you'll be done. And it'll give you a sense of relief because we file your case 30 days. You file your case, get the injunction that stops your creditors from bothering you. 30 days after that, we go to court and we, the 341 hearing, that's via Zoom or over the phone, basically see if there's anybody that's objecting your case, which is unlikely. And then 60 days after that, you get your discharge. You get the order that says the debts that we listed on your petition are wiped out. But keep in mind, it's the date that we file it. That's the important date, because that's the date that your creditors can't bother you. So important things and important factors I also want you to consider about your 341 hearing. Make your 341 hearing is going to be over Zoom. Since COVID, well, prior to COVID, we used to have to go to court. We'd have to go to the courthouse. We'd have to wait in line to get in. 
we'd have to go up to the the courtroom we'd have to wait you know if the trustee is running behind you know you just have to wait in line you could be an hour delay and just sit there and, and waste your time but thankfully now that everything is over zoom or over the phone but mostly zoom there's no waiting you can wait from the convenience of your home you can do it from your car you just need to make sure that you're in a quiet place that will allow you to answer questions and not be distracted. If it's over Zoom or over the phone, you must practice. You must be ready to go. So if your hearing is at 1030 in the morning on a Monday, make sure you know how to use Zoom. Make sure you know how to sign in. We are going to uh, connect with you before your hearing and work with you to make sure you can log in to Zoom. If for some reason you can't do it, you can't figure out the technology, you are welcome to come to our office and we'll do it for you and with you in the comfort of our office. So if you know ahead of time, you don't have the technology or the technological capability to sign on, let us know, raise your hand, and we'll help you get through it. You just need to come to our office, we'll take care of it, and we will get you, get you signed on. Make sure that you have the correct information as to when your hearing is. So when you file bankruptcy, you're gonna get noticed from the court. You're gonna get a notice from us. You're gonna get texts from us. You're gonna get calls from, from us. We're gonna do everything that we can to make sure you don't miss the court date. Now you have 30 days notice of the court hearing, so it's unlikely you'll have to miss it. But if something comes up, if you have a death in the family, if you have a work conflict that you absolutely 100% can't make it, let us know. You, if you don't appear, your case will be dismissed. You need to communicate with us that you're not gonna be able to make it. You need to do it as early as possible. If we don't hear from you, we're going to presume that you're going to be online and at the court date. So keep in mind, you don't need to go to court. You're doing it over the over Zoom, which will be most of the cases now, or in some instances, it could be over phone. Test your technology so you know that when your hearing is at 1030, that you're ready to go. There's going to be three other, other three or four other cases scheduled in your time block. So you could be first or last. Don't be nervous if you're hanging on there and nothing is happening. You're there. You're just waiting for your case to be called. When it's your turn, the trustee's going to call your case and he's going to call your case number. So he'll say, you know, Joe Smith, case number 23-32567. Please make your appearances and your lawyer from our office will say, hi, this is attorney James Miller. I'm appearing for Mr. Smith, who's appearing on video. Prior to today's hearing, I've reviewed their social security card and photo ID. The information on the card does depict who they are. So basically saying you are who we say you are. And also we're gonna give you what's called the bankruptcy information sheet. It's a summary of the bankruptcy process. The trustee is going to ask if you've read the sheet. We'll make sure you have it. And if you have any questions, you can let us know. Trustee is going to swear you in. You swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. 
The questioning is going to pertain to the information we provided on your schedules. I talked about that pre previously. Most of your answers will be yes or no. And keep your answers short. Don't, you know, go on in a long conversation. Trustee is a you valued your 2019 Ford F-150 at $17,000. Is that the correct value? Your answer should be yes, because we've already talked about it. Don't say, yeah, I bought it two weeks ago from, or six months ago from my mother-in-law who got it from my uncle. Don't go on and ramble. Just answer the questions as short as possible. If you need to expand upon one of your answers, we'll let you know. So most of the answers should be yes or no, and your answers should be short. Your lawyer will be on the video with you and will be listening in, will be there to protect you as best as possible. You're really, you're, this isn't tricky. This isn't hard. You just need to tell the truth. If the trustee feels like there's anything missing or needs more information, he may uh, continue the case or adjourn the case to another day. So let's say, you know, something came up in the 341 hearing that, the trustee was concerned about the value of your home. Trustee could say, hey, do you mind getting a realtor's opinion and get that to me? Or I'm missing a pay stub, I just need to get that. Your expenses, you listed $200 for your cable bill. Can you get me proof that your cable bill is $200? So assuming that all goes well, your, your case will be discharged 60 days after the 341 hearing. Make sure you follow through with any reaffirmation agreements make sure you do the second credit counseling case. So I hope this helps you. The whole goal of this video is to help you understand and of this podcast, the 341 hearing and what to expect. If we're doing our job, and I assure you we will, that you'll go into the 341 hearing understanding everything. I appreciate you listening in and uh, hope you enjoyed this podcast. If it was helpful to you, I really appreciate you liking us or giving us a thumbs up, following us on Spotify or follow us on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or YouTube. The more thumbs ups that we get, the more followers that we get, the more great content that we'll be able to provide you as we move forward. Thank you so much. I appreciate you listening in.